Hey guys, Super Kid here. Uh, welcome to Wrestling with Fetish. Today is November 10th, 2018, and uh, we've been doing some crazy shoots this last uh, couple days, but we are here with our, uh, our newest guest, the beautiful Constance. Hello! And Constance, we just shot uh, one full day for your company, and then we yeah. did one... I think we split today, right? We did uh, Jackie and um, SKW. Sorry, Jacqueline. <laughs> ja- Jacqueline. She doesn't like Jackie. No. Jacqueline Velvet. So we haven't yes. seen Jacqueline on the show for a while because she's been super busy, but she's actually in the background. Can you hear her? What are you talking about? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, uh, we're going to start off, um, obviously... Uh, one of the, the things that makes you so very interesting, besides the fact that you do fetish modeling, is um, the fact that you are so concentrated in a lot of the sleepy stuff. Yes. Which is something that Jacqueline and I do a lot of. Yes. So that's that's a very interesting thing. A lot of the, your fans love you because you do openly state that, oh, this is like one of my kinks. Your, my like, fetish, like yeah. Like a huge fetish. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get to that. We're going to first start off with, uh, well, what did we shoot today? So let's tell them so they know what to look for in your store. We shot uh, a bunch of... Sleepy stuff. Yeah, so um, we shot Superhero and Bondage and Sleepy for one clip. Then we shot another, like, a Sleepy knockout clip. Then we did, obviously, Gone to Wrestling. We did, like, a face-sitting clip. Mm-hmm. And the other two, yeah, they were, like, knockouts. Superheroines. Yeah, superheroines, like, punches, Stalking sleepers. each other. Yeah. yeah, agents type stuff, Yeah. And then we, today, I think Jacqueline had you in a very similar style. So it was like, you guys were like secret agents, but yeah. you guys were like business attire, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yesterday we wore um, costumes, like cosplay. Lots of, lots of, lots of low blows in this one. Today. Yeah. Today's was like, <laughs> very, did you get all that? <laughs> very mean spirited. Um, you guys did not like each other very much. <laughs> but we really do. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I think you were Spider Girl, uh, and then Three I got years. to be yep. I got to be like just the evil Hispanic token guy. Yeah. Um, out, like to, out to rule the world. Yeah. So Spider Girl lost. Yeah, Please. it was great. <laughs> it was great for you. It was great. No, it was fun. <laughs> I losing. I actually prefer. I was telling uh, my wife. Well, I was like, I really love losing, but we. I don't get asked to do it. So. Okay. Well, next time you're gonna get. Oh, asked if you want to hire me for your. <laughs> Dude, I will totally, if you just want to, I'll just lay there and just like, just put me in holds. I'll okay. be so happy. Last time I'll KO you with my, next there time I'll go. KO you with my scissors. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> and that'll sell. Yeah, it um, definitely will. <laughs> but, um, so let's get started with just, uh, the first question I usually ask people is, uh, can you tell us a bit of what got you into this crazy business that we all love so much? Sure. So almost like 10 and a half years ago, um, when I started modeling, um, I had a photographer. I'm originally from Ohio, mm-hmm. and I moved to. I live in te- currently live in Texas now, and that was like five and almost a half years ago. I've I've lived in Texas now. Yeehaw. Yeah, and so one of my photographers that I had in um, Ohio, just normal photography, you know, art, glamour, pinup, you know, whatever. He had asked if he could tie me up with his neckties. It's like to the bed. And it was just, you know, like a hotel shoot or this whatever. This is for a photo set? Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know, no no biggie. And so it was just very light ties, you know, you know, spread eagle. And it was like, oh, so he's like, just struggle a little bit. And I struggle. And he just took pictures. I'm like, wait, that's cool. And then the next time I shot with him, um, we did our normal photo glamour type shooting. And then he's like, so how do you feel about a toy? 
I'm like, wow, I like toys. <laughs> so what do you mean by a toy? Like, like what? Par- Parker Brothers. Right, like or... what toys are we talking about? And he's like, well, like like insertions. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I use them all the time. So I was like, but I'm like me, like being new, I'm just like, well, I mean, I want paid extra for that. Yeah. yeah. So um, is this, this is video at this point? No, still pictures. Still photos. Yeah. Right. So he took, um, I was like, yeah, but I want like, you know, at that time I was like, I want like 50 extra bucks for this. Oh, you <laughs> sweet summer child. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> 50 extra bucks. That's what I want. So, and he had no problem paying. Mm. So he's like, okay. So then I just started. And from there, it was pretty much, he told me like, there's a site called FetLife. You should get onto this. And all he ever did was still photography. So then I got onto FetLife. Mm-hmm. And pretty much from there, the rest is history. I just started to search like FetLife and I'm like, oh my God, what is all this stuff? And I started to reach now on like Model Mayhem when I saw like I would put in like fetishy stuff, like when you can search, you know, what you want to shoot or whatever. And then I just started finding fetish work and mm. then it led into like bonding more, like more strict bondage with actually ropes and handcuffs and stuff and then tickling and then the sleep and then the superheroine and then the wrestling and then like pretty much everything so mm. it's literally six months after doing glamour and that type of work like actual still photography i got into the fetish world like literally six months so i've literally been doing fetish for like 10 years no that's great yeah so that's that's my story so it just how... hooked you like you, just, you yeah. saw it and you were like oh shit yeah i want to be uh, i want to do this yeah. like i want to explore i want to like, see what all there's out there like ariel looking at the, the land yeah like, i want to do let's see all that weird shit yes that's exactly how it was and it was like i love it like you know for this one still photographer and he's no longer alive bless his oh, soul no. no he was he got blind and mm. then just health issues but he's no longer alive oh, but man. and it was just like wow like this stuff is out there so and then that's how it began for me yeah so. i mean that is kind of the thing like you get that you see it for the first time and yeah. you're like and then you, I think the second thing that hits you is like, I can make a living doing this, yeah. which is an amazing thing. Like when I started doing it, it was more like, this is, I want to do stuff that, that's pertinent to what I, my kinks were. Yeah. And if I, I never thought of making money. I just make, or created a fan site yeah. to begin with. And yeah. then I was like, yeah, I did it for free. I did it like on, on free servers. And it wasn't until like the service kept getting broken that someone was just like, you should probably shoot your own stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know how to, did, well, go train. So I went to do some training. Mm-hmm. I went to do some like, I, I studied like, you know, filmography and stuff like that. Not filmography, that's a wrong word. Cinematography, just how to, how to film, how to, how to block shots and stuff like that and mm-hmm. frame. But the fact that we're both doing it for a living is like, yeah. it's fucking crazy. I know. But, um, uh, so, okay, so what was, uh, what was your first taste of, uh, of filming in, uh, the fetish? Like, what was the first genre that you started to explore? Bondage. It was bondage. Bondage, yep. That was After the- that, like, was there anything else? <sighs> wrestling probably i did a i don't honestly remember who it was i did like it was fantasy so it wasn't anything like hardcore or anything mm-hmm. um it was just like fantasy just like some different moves and stuff and very like i had never like had an experience so the guy was like so you put your legs like this and you do this and i'm like okay so i did that <laughs> um and then i'm very ticklish but yeah. I hate to claim, <laughs> but I'm very ticklish, so yeah. But yes. you know what that means. People will actually hire you. I know. <laughs> I know. So I started doing tickle, but bondage was actually my very first um, fetish. And then, I mean, if you guys consider solo masturbation with toys a fetish, which it is, 
So, but if you guys consider that, so it was pretty much, I started doing both. That's interesting, because that one does kind of straddle the line between like, that and fetish and porn. It does, Because yeah. I guess if you do, it depends on what you're wearing, too. Yeah. Because some girls, like, if you're wearing, like, spandex and you're doing yeah, anything, and, and that's just, definitely more fetish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but if, if you're doing you're just straight up nude, nude yeah. then that might be more, I guess, mainstream. Yeah. But, um... All right, so so you you got your foot wet, yeah, um, which you could see at footwet.com. <laughs> at wetfeet.com. Like. <laughs> Let's uh, Google that now. <laughs> <laughs> and you, uh, so you did bondage, you did some solo stuff. Um, when did the sleepy step in? I had a bondage producer up in New York. Um, it did some like chloro scenes on me, and it was like. I don't know. There was just like something like in my tummy that gave me butterflies. Ah, <laughs> we know that feeling. <laughs> when you did it. And I had really never experienced anything like that. So I was like, this is actually quite fun. And not only fun, but it was, there was something intriguing about it that just made me feel, okay, well maybe, like maybe this is my fetish because I was raised very my father's a preacher so while he's retired now well disabled from like he's retired because of health issues so Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I was raised very strict and didn't know any of the stuff you know what was out there you know and I don't know so when I felt that just like being like helpless and like you can be like carried around, yep. your limbs could just flop all around. I don't know. There's something in my tummy that just made like, oh, this is like, you know, when you have a feeling in your tummy, but then your heart starts to be fat. Like I don't know. So that's what like made me feel like very excited. So I think that's probably then and there when I figured out. Well, maybe this it's is like the beginning. My it's like the beginning of a romance. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like you meet somebody that you really like. Yeah. And you have that intimate moment with them, and you feel the butterflies. Yeah. It's that way with a fetish. Yeah. It's like when you finally get to, uh, especially what will you? And I'll ask you this in a second, but for a lot of people who grew up and they watched the stuff on TV yeah. and there was stuff they always fantasized about yeah. doing. And they finally meet someone who's willing to do it with them. Yeah. And you get that, like, oh, my God, this is really this happening. This is happening. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. actually happening. But yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with uh, the loss of control, too. Yeah. Because if, you were, if you're somebody who's very much, like, hands-on, someone who takes care of a lot of business day in and day out, mm-hmm. if your job involves mm-hmm. a lot of control, and yep. you finally get to just be someone's Relaxed. toy. Like, yeah, it's so use comfy. Me. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how it was because yeah. when I when I first started modeling and doing all this stuff, I was actually had a full time job at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, um, but obviously the money was make I was making so much more money in the modeling and the fetish world that I quit my full time job. So, okay. um, and that's but yeah. So anyway, but it turned it was just like a quick little like chloro scene, and then he played with my body, and then he tied me up. So it had a little of the chloro mixed in with the bondage. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, you know, so that's how the sleepy started and and from there it's just like okay well, i want to experience more sleepy and i want to experience more knockouts and stuff and that's how it that's how the limp sleepy fetish started for me and that's how the butterfly started and i totally enjoy doing it and giving it to others <laughs> <laughs> well that's one of the things that i mean because i think you're uh, I, I don't know when I first heard of you, I think the word sleepy was incorporated into your name or it was like sleepy model Constance yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if your store, you had a store that maybe had sleepy in it. Um, well, my niche clip site is Unconscious Constance. That's what it was. Yeah. And so and so I had fans who were like, have you heard of this girl? It sounds like she's made for your company. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Well, is it because her name is Unconscious Constance. I'm like, I don't think that's her legal name. But, 
but I, I you know, yeah. it, it, it caught my eye. Obviously, Jacqueline, uh, you know, you guys shared a connection there mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Because you guys both knew the man that became... My husband. Your husband? Yes. <laughs> so that was an interesting one because then, you know, I was married to Jacqueline and she's like, oh, I think I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we talked about the connect because I don't want to talk too much about your personal life. Right. But there was that very weird ironic like connection yeah. of like oh she knows him he yeah. knows her and then she knows who i am through yeah. what i do exactly and so it was like we should all get together get together and meet and so that happened and it was really it fun yes. and then um i didn't get a chance to go and, and hang out with you guys last time but hopefully we'll get to shoot some stuff sure. in texas because we sure. get you guys out here and yeah like, yeah because yeah. if we can get him to travel out you know whatever yeah but uh it's a it's a it's a blast it's, yeah. it's what we do is, is a lot of fun but before I move on, so going back to when you were growing up, mm-hmm. one of the things I oh ask God. a lot is always My like childhood. Oh Lord! <laughs> <laughs> well, we you got to think about like okay, you felt the butterflies when that yeah. happened. So yeah. what do you think in your childhood may have sparked that? You know, because a lot of people say it's like well. I was I had to be very controlling when I was a child because I had three sisters that I had to take care of or something like that, or I had a very strict. Uh, upbringing, or right. I saw TV shows where I was like, "Ooh, what's that like?" You know. Yeah. So, was there anything in your childhood that, or not even childhood, but like even getting to your teenage or younger years, where you were like, "This," you know, I saw some te- some movie where a girl gets chloroformed, and I was like, "Ooh, that's that's sexy." Yeah, I honestly don't know because you know, growing up, it was very short. I'm on, I'm the youngest of five, and then I lost my mother when I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. So at that age, when she died, um, my father and my brother who. Um, was 20 months older than me my other three older siblings were already like up and they were 18 plus so they didn't I don't want to say they didn't really count because they do count because they're my siblings but <laughs> my brother and I were the only ones that were still in the house when my mother passed um so at that time when she passed I had to literally become I, I guess back what you would call the woman of the house mm-hmm. so I became like I did all the cooking, I did all the cleaning, I did all the housework, you know, I did all that because my father didn't know how to do any of that and my brother didn't. My mother was a stay-at-home mom, so my mm-hmm. mom did all that. So when she passed away, that literally fell upon me like like that, yeah. you know. I didn't have a, like, I, I just, I took it. I had to because it was just what I had to do. And so, I mean... I don't want to say I raised my brother who was 20 months older than me, but I kind of became like the mother and the housewife in the family. So I don't know how, I don't, like I became more of the dominant, you know? I mean, of course we had to like, yes, you know, yes, sir, our dads and our dad and stuff. So we still had to like obey him. But at the same time, it was like, I'm taking care of everything. So I don't really know. So a loss of, like I said, it's the loss of control uh, or giving control to someone else that appeals to people like who are more into that. Yeah. 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 Because I've always, I don't want to say I've always been a control freak because I'm not. Now when it comes to like my house cleaning stuff, yeah, my house is always clean to this day. And Mm -hmm. even like my clothes and my um, clothes are like collar coordinated. So I'm going to have a little OCD. A little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. I mean, you've seen our house. We we try to keep it. Oh, yeah. We're always like for very clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if, if my wife's closet is just a little like disheveled, she'll need to legal. Like I need to I mean, do I mean, a closet. I, day. I, I'm yeah. the same way. I'm just like yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I can't do this. Like, it has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I mean, yes, I used to watch all the old movies, like all the old classic westerns with Gene Autry and John Wayne and the damsel in the stress and she like by Gene Autry and she would be like carried and stuff and that was like I was yeah, like yeah they would oh, faint if you like smoked a cigarette too I fast know. like oh. <laughs> oh and like you know I like, have the vapors 
Yeah, so I mean, I always enjoyed watching those movies. So I always, en- I, don't, I don't know, maybe like in the back, somewhere in my brain, yeah. it was there. I don't, I mean, I don't know. You know, I've, I've never really like sat down and thought about it. You I, know? It's, it's always interesting when it comes to a female versus male perspective, because like most uh, men that I speak to about this fetish, it's always something very concrete. Mm-hmm. It's always like, well, I was six or I was mm-hmm. eight or I was 12 and I was saw, I saw this show. I saw this wrestling match. I saw a movie. Yeah. This girl gets knocked out or this guy gets knocked out, depending on what the fetish is. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, like a giantess guy. Like, yeah. I saw Attack of the 50-foot woman in that right. movie. I was like, oh my God, I want to be dominated by a 50-foot woman. <laughs> I want to get eaten alive, you know, that kind of thing. Um, or I saw a woman faint, you know. Yeah. And, uh, or she was wearing this, so th- that became a part of it. But with a lot of the women that I've interviewed, um, it's very... It's not as it's not as solid. Pronounced. It's more like yeah. these little elements from their youth that slowly combine into like then this became like a fetish. Yeah. Um, but fetish is also a very strong word, and you're someone who actually has. Well, I mean, I don't know. Actually, let's let's talk, let's ask you that. You don't have to answer, obviously, because it's it's a personal question. But I think you're gonna answer anyway. <laughs> I, I just know, know. I feel like I know <laughs> you. But a fetish is something that has to happen mm-hmm. in order for you to have a complete have sexual orgasm. Experience. <laughs> Do you feel like sleepy has to be there in order for you to have an orgasm? Or it, yeah, that, that's, so that is that's one of them. Yes, there's, so it is there, fetish. Yes, there is a few. Congrats, we got one. We finally got one. Yes, there's a few um, few fetishes that literally give me an orgasm mm-hmm. and that I just love. And of course, obviously, I know when to like pull back and not have an orgasm, especially for filming. I'm like, okay, Constance, go into the go into the bathroom, just like, touch up your makeup, you'll be fine. <laughs> Air quotes. Touch, touch up, up your, your makeup. makeup. I'm just putting a toy on me. <laughs> I mean, it is it is shaped like lipstick. <laughs> That's right. There you go. <laughs> they do have those now. Uh, but yeah, so but that's great because like yeah. it, a lot of a lot of the girls that we've interviewed here, they they call it more like a kink. Yeah. Like I love I love wearing this or I love having this present, but it doesn't have to be present in order for me to have a, an orgasm. But uh, yeah. but that, that's great because like that's that's very refreshing because yes. we don't get a lot of people. Uh, a lot of women who just go like, this is my fetish. It has to happen. Well, and that even getting more personal, um, to be honest with you, the only way, um, I mean, there's other, I mean, occasionally my husband and I will do this too, but Mm -hmm. more often than not, the way we make love, um, is he'll knock knock me out somehow Mm -hmm. and then he'll just make love to me when I'm mouth open. Pretending to be unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I I have a friend who likes to do death play like that. Yeah. She only likes. I mean, we do sometimes the other way too Mm -hmm. but more often than not and it's just it's such a turn on for both of us Mm -hmm. because that's his fetish as well yeah well i mean that's the dream right there yeah somebody who's fetish locks that's how we met Mm -hmm. (laughs) so well congratulations thank you we're now going to clink glasses on that there you go (laughs) (laughs) but uh so moving on to um production and stuff like that now Mm -hmm. you're doing your i mean obviously people who know you know that you do your own productions yeah um, yeah. What are you concentrating on? Is it obviously I I know that sleepy is a huge part of it. Yeah, so it was funny because I I've actually been um the when I first but wrestling too right. Yes, yeah. when I first opened my clip store, you know how everyone does. What's because you know I've done so many different fetishes over the ten plus years. I wanted to see okay, so what do I want to focus on? I mean, I knew limp was one of them because of my husband and because of me. So I was like, what do I want to focus? And at that time, he was just my boyfriend and then fiance, you know. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to focus like what 
what what self me so of course when you open your clip store you put like 10 different fetishes just to see what make or 10 clips up you know because that's what you have to have when you open a clip store what's well, gonna sell so i had a couple limp i had a i had a quick little bondage one i had a toy one i honestly i probably had a tickling one i mean i honest i maybe had a balloon i don't know what all i had up there but it was just like 10 different you know just to get my store open and up you know so people could start buying and immediately it was literally like the limp stuff that really like sold mm -hmm. and that's good because that's that was what our fetish was and is and um well also i think fans really can tell when you're really enjoying into what you're it. doing yeah, yeah exactly mm -hmm. and so you know so i still will put all the other odds i don't really want to say odds and fetishes but to me i consider them odds and ends because it's not primarily what i shoot i usually call those umbrella yeah because it's like they're all under this shade of like yeah. the different things you do yeah. they're right you know they're there just for fillers yeah is what i say like, they're there put us on pantyhose exactly for five minutes. Yeah. exactly they're my fillers is what i consider so i would say in the last so that was you know when i opened my clip store i opened it about five years ago um and then in the last like the last three years um i started to put like a lot more wrestling clips up there and when i say wrestling i put wrestling in a whole like ballpark so wrestling for me encompasses female wrestling mixed wrestling beat downs scissor holds face sitting mm -hmm. fantasy wrestling um uh pov beat downs um boxing you know i can like i consider wrestling all because that's what all the categories are yeah you can totally you can all that can all be put under female fighting exactly yeah. even female fighting yeah. yeah so it's like there's all that stuff so i started to do, add some of those different categories and clips into my everyday <laughs> you know my every not every day i don't oh, put new clip every day but into that and so but i always had the limp in the sleepy and sleepy again to me can be like the limp fetish the sleepy fetish the super heroin with the limp you know so there's different categories and the last couple of years when i look at my cells it's literally tied it's 50 50 like it's 50 percent of my cells mm -hmm. has something to do with limp whether it be the limp fetish, sleepy fetish, or sleep super heroin, or, and then the other 50% has something to do with wrestling, any mm -hmm. of those categories that I discussed earlier, whether it be the mix, the female, the scissor hold, facing, et cetera. Like, it's all, like, it's literally 50-50. I mean, of course, you have the other, you know, trink, you know, you get cells yeah, yeah, on yeah. the other stuff, but most of my cells is 50% dealing with limp. And 50% dealing with something. And everyone has their own, and it, that's the thing, everyone has their own target audience. Yeah. So that's like you asked me earlier, you're like, do you ever lose? And I'm just like, I don't ever get asked to. And yeah. the reason is because we... I, they I, know you as yeah, SKW. But yeah. like I've, I've done the demographic research in terms of who buys our stuff, but on top of that, I was like, all right, let's see what our top selling clips of all times are. And they're always when I defeat somebody for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Because it's such a taboo thing to see uh, the, a man uh, defeat, you know, a woman. Right. Um, obviously, we do it all in good, you know, fun. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. No one's, no one's, you no know. One's hurt. No one's hurt. Yeah, no one's talking down to somebody right. because of, of what gender they are. But there's, right. there's still that taboo of like, oh my God, the man won. Right. You know? Even in pro wrestling, they're having tr troubles doing intergender matches. Yeah. You know, because people are just complaining. They're yeah. just like, oh, my girl can't buzz the face. And, like, meanwhile, the women are who are doing the wrestling are like, 
fuck that. I can sell this. Yes, like, and know? that's what happens. Like, I can sell this mm-hmm. with when I beat up the men. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, men, but, you know, you can get beat up. <laughs> oh, dude, I get so many angry emails sometimes where it's like, how dare you defeat all these women? Can't you please lose once? And I'm like, yes, order sure. a custom. And they're exactly. like, oh, you mean money? Uh, yeah, I know. Oh. And then they disappear. Into exactly. The, into the darkness. Yeah, I know. They slink. <laughs> and I'm like, go to Constance. She will, she, I'll do she it. She will put me in so many scissors. <laughs> And I'll just sit there just smoking a cigarette. Like, this is fantastic. This is great. This is my dream. Um, but um, all right, so moving forward. So we've got, uh, you've established yourself as producer also as a model. Mm-hmm. Um, how, um, um, how have things gone in terms of, how do I phrase this? Uh, you Now that you've become a, you know, an experienced producer. producer. Uh-huh. Uh, are there things in the business that you wish were different? Or is there anything that, that's popped out and you're like, this is annoying or this is fantastic? Or that, you know, what have you learned? What, what is, what is, what have you learned the most? As uh, a producer? As a producer, yeah. Well, the number one thing that I learned the most as a producer is lighting, lighting, lighting. Mm. You gotta, <laughs> you know, you gotta, like, you have to have lighting. Yes, you I do. mean, you can be in a shitty ass hotel room or you can just be shooting in a dungeon or whatever, but you have to have lighting and if you don't have the lighting learn how to freaking edit and mm. you can edit the lighting in the editing program yeah. now it's better to have lighting so it's actually less time you know processing it when you're editing it but lighting is like the number one thing to me that i've learned over the years of doing this you know because when i first started i mean i mean you couldn't even look at my old clips like the lighting sucked because i didn't know nothing because i trained myself like mm. i taught myself no one taught me no one showed me how to do anything. Like, I I taught myself. And, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's certain things that I wish I still knew how to do. Mm-hmm. But I'll learn. I'm not, the pers- I'm not the type of person that likes to ask for help. I like to figure it out on my own. Now, if there's something that's really, really hard, then, yeah, I'm going to ask for help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't... And you learn from other people, too. And you learn from other people. Like, I pretty much have done everything on my own mm-hmm. since my mom died. So, <laughs> I don't really like to ask for help. So, that's another thing. Like, I always try to you know, do things on my own and figure it out on my own. But it's always nice to like, when you're with a group of people to hear what all this is what they do. I'm like, Oh, that's a great idea. That actually helps. I never knew that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just what I was talking to another um, model and producer the other day. And we were talking about cells and stuff. And I was like, well, you know, on Clips or So, after you write your, like, synopsis in for your story, do you ever put, if you want to see other clips with, so, you know, with this girl or Mm. with this, click, you know, and you can give, like, under the synopsis, you can give, like, three different clips that they can click on and go directly to those clip story. And that actually boosts extra sales for you, too. I didn't figure that out until, like, a year and a half ago. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck, I should have been doing this last five years, you know. But, like, and I've seen it on other people's stores, but I'm like, how the hell are they doing this? How the hell are they doing this? And I actually had to ask one of my best friends in the industry. He's like, so how does this person do this, or how are you doing this? And she had to show me. And and she's like, and it really helps the sales. And since then, it might have been two years ago. Mm -hmm. Actually, it might have been three years ago. I don't know how long ago it was. I actually, I actually co-run a, a, a closer sales store for a friend of mine named Saya, and I, I don't think I know how to do that. Oh, okay. Well, so you'll have to show me. So I'll have to show you. <laughs> but I'm just like, wow, because I see so many people doing that, and I'm like, oh my God, how do you do that? That like That's perfect, mm-hmm. because you could potentially get like 
if you do however many you want to do, I mean, it's, I try not to do more than four. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's ideal to do like two or three. But again, if it's the first time we've ever had the model in the store, you can't say, oh, you want to see other clips of so-and-so, you know, because there ain't going to be other clips yeah, yeah. the first time we've posted. Or if you want to see similar clips like, like this, then you could do that. But I just, you know, and I was just like, wow, because I see so many people doing that and they say it boosts their sales. And I'm not going to lie, it really, really has since I've done that because people go to that one, you know, clip direct link that you did on like Twitter or Instagram, yeah. really Twitter. And they click on that. And then when they read their synopsis, you know, you can hit read more and they see, oh, here's another one that's going to yeah. be like that. Oh my God, I want to wank some more. So <laughs> <laughs> I want to get another one, you know? <laughs> you know? We could have some guys or, you know, three lows to a clip. You never know. Right, you never know. So I'm like, or they'll get it. And then like a couple hours or like even like they watch them like 20 minutes later, they'll go back in and buy oh, something similar. Oh, they'll save similar. it for later or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that actually is, um, that's, that's, that's what's helped me a lot too. But I, so over the years, um, like again, lighting, you, you, you have to have lighting. I mean, it's not so much that you have to have good equipment. It's always great to have great equipment, but I think it's your editing. I think it's your lighting. Mm-hmm. I think, um, this is stuff like that. Really. Um, the things that really probably irritate me the most, um, is just, I don't really know if I have anything that irritates me the most. Well, I think, I mean, we were talking about this earlier, and I think one of the things that we discussed was certain fan interactions that can be a little, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you have these, you know, fanboys or whatever that'll say something and say, oh, can you do this? And it's just, or or session guys or whatever. And I'm like, well, first off, if especially for session or even shoots, I need to know where you're located. You know, my website has all my prices for all my shoots, what I charge for modeling, what I charge for sessions, what I charge for custom Mm -hmm. videos, what models I have available, you know, all that's on my website. So, and my website's everywhere. So I'm just like, if you, if you really are interested, don't bullshit a bullshitter like if you're interested in actually booking Mm -hmm. go to the site and you'll see it and um so you have these you know i mean i love my fan i I love people that like my work don't get me wrong but oh no of course but if you're not literally legitimately interested in ordering a custom or ordering a session or booking Mm -hmm. then don't waste my time 50 60 70 emails you know because but that's that's more like they some people just want they the, wanna, the lip service. Yeah, they just want to hear back from you. Yeah, and I'll respond back politely because I I am a very mm. polite person. But then after a while, it's like, dude, like I do everything myself. I don't have that extra person that can help me. Like I do all my editing, editing. I do all my booking. I do all my um, promotion. I do everything. So it's like I need you know I if I'm going to be doing this all myself, then you know someone <laughs> please respect that. I can't be awake 24-7. I am not a robot. <laughs> I wish I was. Yeah, you I, get the guys who are like, how come you haven't replied? How come you haven't replied? I, I just sent you an email 13 minutes ago. How come you haven't slept? Like, you know, I need my sleep. I need my family time. You know? I mean, I need to eat. Don't get me wrong. You know? So it's like, I can't reply. Like, I'm not awake 24-7. Oh, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll make it a point to tell people, like, look, I'm going to be out of town for a week. Yeah. And I'll try to get to my emails. But, yeah. but you know, please have some patience. Yeah. And you'll still get the guys who are like, I just I emailed you yesterday. How come you fucking reply? I know. What the fuck is wrong with you? I know. Just like, yeah. We, dude, like seriously, like we, yeah, I'm going to get to your custom and like we, you know, I think one of the things, 
I don't know. That, that, I think that's something for a different podcast. But one of the things that, I, <laughs> that I've really enjoyed is the ability to be able to pick and choose the shoots yeah. that we say yes to. Yeah. You know, and, exactly. um, and I, I'm actually scaling back a bit and going like, all right, look, I, I can't do these 20 page customs. Yeah. Like you got to send me, much. send me like an outline, you mm-hmm. know, tell me what moves you want to see. We can mm-hmm. do them, but I can't have you give, give me a, a page of dialogue in between moves. Mm-mm. Because a lot of these girls aren't professional actresses. They yeah. just, they, look, they know how to wrestle. They know how to move around. But you give them lines and you give me lines because I'm, I'm not a, you know, a pro either. Like, we're going to sit there and stumble for, like, you know, an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's, it's going to take, like, five hours to film it. Oh, so. we have. We have food. Company. Mm-hmm. All right. And, all right. I think we're back. Oh, you know, we did like 30 minutes. It's not too bad. Yeah. All right. So let's get back into it. Okay, so quick pause there. Sorry, we had some food get in. You'll hear my wife in the back rummaging for... Her food. Utensils. <laughs> Sc- s- scavenging. Um, it's a scavenger hunt. So this Ooh, looks like it's... Can we gonna- knock her out? <laughs> <laughs> she really wants to eat first, I think. <laughs> Mm. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> so a couple of we'll do a couple of quick questions, and then we're going to have you back for a sequel because this is going to be more of a mini yeah. intro podcast. Okay. Yeah. But um, are there any fetishes that you haven't done that you would love to try? Um, probably not. I've done a shit ton of fetishes. <laughs> but there's nothing out there that you see someone else do, and you're like, "Oh, I'd love to try that one day." Nothing comes to the top of my head at okay. the moment. Well, that's good. That means that you've moment. done a lot of the things that you already want to do. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about like pro wrestling in the ring, like big moves, slams? Oh, like... yeah. I mean, of course I'd like to do that. And, ah. I, and I have done some of that. Um, but Not sleeper kid style. Not sleeper kid style, no. Once you get that ring, I will, we'll do some I know. I love moves. ring wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, my God. It makes me so happy. Um, what is the... What is the, I wouldn't say, okay, so what is the most offbeat thing you've been asked to do? Okay, I've had this question asked before. Yes. It's one of our, it's one of our favorite questions. Yeah. Um, it is really, really disgusting, so please bear with me. Get the children out of the room for this yes, one. Yes, please. I mean, it might not be disgusting to other girls, but to me it was like very disgusting. So I had, I. Recording pause. All right, so let's get back to it. Uh, okay, the most offbeat or weird thing you've been asked to do. Yes. But you didn't do this one. I did not do this. Okay. And it wasn't that I wouldn't do it. She's like, he didn't, he didn't, I, okay, let me just tell you. <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell you. Okay, so a custom client, uh, potential client, had emailed me asking if I would record every single time I took my tampon out. <laughs> <laughs> what? As in, like, on video or sound? Yes. Oh, hey, shit. How much noise does that really make? <laughs> no, he wanted to what see... What a video of it. He wanted to see the, me pulling it out, and he wanted to, me to hold it up in the air so he could see all the blood on the tampon. Oh, my God. I told you it's very disgusting. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then, so, like, he licked the whole, my whole cycle. So, like, sometimes my cycle's... I mean, my cycle's fucked up. So, sometimes it could be, like, three days. Sometimes it could be five days. It could be seven days. doesn't matter. Yeah. But he wanted to see, like, every single time he wanted... And it, it's only, like, a 30 second to, like, a minute. Like, just on how long it, like, takes out. Hold it. Put another one in. Yeah. You know? And, of course, I couldn't show the name brand, you know, the, the tampons that they use. <laughs> so... I mean, we have to have boundaries here. Right. You know? Because I don't think, tam, you know, Tampax or, you know, Pearl, whatever, would be very happy about seeing their name brand. Don't you mean beep and beep. Beep. Exactly. So I don't think they'd be very happy about seeing that in a, in a fetish clip. But anyway, but 
Um, so I charged him an outlandish amount because number one, I thought it was very disgusting. Mm-hmm. And number two, I mean, yes, I could have put a tripod up and Jesus. did it myself, but my husband, it's better to have a camera person versus a tripod. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone can tell you that. You know, it's just better to have a camera person versus a tripod. And I... Especially for tampon clips. Just for anything, really. I mean, unless you're doing like... I mean, if you're a tampon guy... Cheers to you. Mm -hmm. But, um, so I would have had to ask him to hold that, and that's obviously very disgusting Well, that would have made... Yeah, that would have put a strain on on the marriage. Like, if my wife asked me to do that for her, I would just have to be like, hey, that's a hard pass. Yeah. So I charged him an outlandish amount, and he never got back to me. And I'm very, because I really didn't want to do it. I didn't really want to put my husband through that. I didn't really want to do it. Like, who the fuck wants to see that? Like, I mean, apparently at least one person. Yeah, so, no. So I just... So my wife and I have a theory that, like, most of these fetish, fetish clip requests are just... It's just a bunch of frat guys sitting around like a, a hat. And yeah. they just write their ideas and they throw it into the hat. Yeah. And then they combine it into one request and they all throw their money in. And it's yeah. like one of those like, will she or won't she? So you'll get like an email. It's like, all right, so I want you to wear, um, uh, want you wear scuba gear. Um, and uh, six guys are going to just, you know, kind of just randomly fuck you. But you have to be playing the piano. Oh, uh, in a jazz bar, but it has to be in China. And, oh, my God. Uh, you know, and so you're like... Oh. Oh. But if you take it, then whoever puts in the money the most, like, gets all the cash. Gets all the, so I think yeah. that's what it ha- I think that's what happens. Yeah. I don't know. I could be very, very wrong. But that was the most disgusting one. So I'm very glad I never had to do it, and I'm glad I never got anything, I never got anything, like, that disgusting to ask about That's good. <laughs> Ever again. That's a good so. thing. That's a really good thing. All right. That's very disgusting. So thankfully, you've never heard that, and hopefully you will never, ever, ever, ever have to hear I that honestly again. thought he wanted audio of it, and he, I could have, I could fake Oh, no, he would have, like, it would have been audio. It would have been the whole shebang. He would have seen it. But I mean, just audio. Because I would have been like, we could totally fake someone putting their tampon. Oh, yeah, we could totally fake. No, he wanted, like, the whole physical. It's like the Halloween thing where it's like, you feel those grapes? Those are right. Uh, It's kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, guys, (laughs) this is the end of the mini episode. Uh, We really want to have Constance back so we can do, like, a really long one on just all the... Fetishes and All the fetishes stuff. and the Wrestling. things that we really like about it. Yeah. But uh, we're going to go watch some movies and hang out and, and I think relax. We've had some, we had a pretty, pretty, not it wasn't grueling, but we had, you know, a lot of shoots. Yeah. So, and you, and you got to get up in the morning. I do. So, got to drive. All right. Well, in the meantime, uh, we've enjoyed having you here and we you. can't wait to have you back. Yay. And uh, say goodbye. Bye. Adios, guys.